Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Zeta Squadron, a Mecha Play podcast. Can I Again. just can I just interrupt and say that was very old school Yogg's cast? <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're keeping like, that in. I, We're like, not starting over. We're like, not man, starting over. That, that to me is vintage seventh grade trying to install Minecraft mods. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like and subscribe. How does this work? Yeah. How, how are we doing, everyone? I mostly just wanted to mention Buildcraft. <laughs> We're good. We're, podcasting is hard, and it's a lot harder when you're stupid. And that's what we're operating on. Oh, God. Under. We're so stupid. It's crippling. It's really bad. We're so stupid. Would you like to add context? No. 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 All right. just I had to be that. in a car for two hours today, and so... Actually, it's, it's, it's been an hour. You've got another hour left. No, half no, an we've, hour. Uh, half an hour we've done an hour and a half. Because we drove here and then back and then here. And so then I have to go back again. So I guess, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's going to be two hours when all is said and done. Hopefully. But we're here now. So who can remember what happened last time? Um, My character threw a hissy fit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a, that's that's an explanation of what happened. Uh, that did happen. I missed the tour. Yeah. Everyone got to see the nice tour of the ship. I saw the nice ship. It's pretty rad. Oh, it's nice. It's people. it's 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 probably cooler when it's not filled with refugees and running for its life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I would yeah, think maybe. so. You could say that about countries too, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Funny how a country would be able to run for its life. Maybe it's prime minister or, yeah, or, yeah. or governments or president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's but not do this right now. Boat. We're on the boat. We were on the boat. Yeah, we, we were on the boat. We had to blow up some anti-aircraft guns. We did it. Yep. Yep. And we yeah. saved some people. We saved some uh, some civilian groups with their military yeah. escort, uh, as well as took some serious damage to our mechs. All part of the job. Yeah. yeah. All, all part of the job. And all part of the mechanics job. Yep. All right. Well, with that, so we returned to our party. Uh, you all are back within the hangar, right? You managed to get uh, exfiltrated out of the combat zone and are regrouping, getting your mech station within their their proper bays, right? Right. Upon exiting, uh, you know, a couple of things are of notice. One, the civilians and military onto, uh, escort have all been picked up at this point, right? And they've got a couple trucks and vehicles that they managed to load into the, uh, the hangar bay itself, along with... Uh, a couple of the mechs that you saw earlier. They're sort of like in the center. There's, you know, there's two docks that are, you know, capable of housing them. But the third one is just kind of like, you know, in the center at this point, like, because it doesn't have a place to be parked, essentially. Um, civilians are sort of kind of being treated as, you know, as best they can in terms of, you know, getting the medical attention and, you know, everything else. Meanwhile, the work crews, the ones that are, you know, assigned to be working on your mechs, doing repairs and everything like that, they're starting to scramble get you know armor off or anything like that decker you get out of your mech and you see terror there is just kind of just sta- like just staring st- staring up the patriot her yeah. eyes kind of like <sighs> narrow hey tara so um did you get that data because i thought it was pretty good you know we got to run the bunker and everything uh i thought it was pretty great actually Yes, Decker. Yeah. I got the data. Hey, cool. The data was mostly good. Yeah. What the hell happened to your head? So it's my fault I get shot at in war? You you know how long we're d- working on fixing these things? She's missing a wing. How'd that happen? She got shot. It's war. Do you, do, do you know? Like I, like, I get it. You know, it's hard. But, like, 
What do you want? Do you want us to just not get shot? I'm designed to be shot. That is my job on we the battlefield. You did complete the objective. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm designed not to be just, shot. We don't have spares right now is the thing. I, I'm not sure where I'm going to be able to... The, Either I'm gonna to have to either like manufacture it, which we we have a lab, but I'm not sure if it's gonna make it in time in terms of making a new one for her. And mm. then we, we might have some stabilizer wings that she might be able to work with, but that's not gonna do what the job. Like I, I feel like you're getting mad at me for her problem. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to spend time fixing that thing. Yeah, you should feel bad about that. I do. I'm also glad I'm not dead. That's mostly what I'm riding right now. <sighs> the armor did its job. For yeah. whatever that's worth. So you did a good job on that. Thank you. We, so, we worked really hard on that. Yeah, I know you did. All right. Well, we'll get the work on this as well. Just give us a couple hours. We'll we'll buff out. We'll buff out the dinks and 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 everything else. Well, I just look at my mech and I'm, and just see a blown side where my machine where a good chunk of my machine gun is missing. <laughs> oh boy, that does not look good. Remy says as he's sort of staying there. <laughs> no, no, it does not. Well, I could see if the uh, munition shop might have any spares. Might not be as good as the one you had, but we'll see. Hopefully it gets repaired. It was customized. Uh, looks like you had an ammunition explosion. Not terribly workable, I'd have to say. We'd have to redesign the whole model. <sighs> Ow. Great. You wouldn't happen to have schematics for that, would you? <laughs> they hopefully were, it were with the mech for its, uh, for its design, but I do not have any with me, no. Well, data mining it is then. We just gotta hack your mech. Great, not even I have those codes. <laughs> Guys, it's weird. Nobody yelled at me for the diplomat getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> mine's worth at least three times as yours. <laughs> I mean, mine's still in one piece, so. Mine is in He's one piece, us. except for a gun. <laughs> He's got us. Except for the piece? Except for the except piece. For the piece. Yeah. No, except dude, for one piece. <laughs> dude, come on. You got us. You gotta admit that. <sighs> Yeah, I'm missing a wing, so I can't really say anything well, to where, anyone. Where are we going, guys? Where, what's the place we're going to? Actually, I'm a bit peckish myself. Uh, do you guys know where the mess hole is? Were we shown that? Were we shown I'm that? pretty yeah. sure we were. We got there, the tour. There's a, there's a crew mess that's on the second deck and an officer's mess on the first deck. The officer's mess would be closed right now, though. Well, well, we can slum it with the with, with the in the crew mess. Hanging out with the crew. Oh yeah, we're officers. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, we we are among the lowest ranked pilots, but we still outrank virtually you know most of the shit. So funny how that works out. Being mm -hmm. main characters and everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, before you guys uh, depart, uh, excuse me. Uh, three figures approach you. Uh, the three Moothead pilots that you managed to rescue. Oh, hey. Um, the first one in the lead. Um, she, you know, she has a long uh, braided dreadlock. You know, dreadlocks that are sort of like hanging high. That you know, you know, hang high on the head and then sort of drip down past the shoulder. Very regulation. Um, very tall. She's probably like around six two, six three. She she comes ap uh, approaching. She's you know wearing her you know green like ranger green flight suit as are all three. Um, the other two are not quite as, you know, noticeable. Uh, one of them is wearing, like, a, uh, a white, like, headscarf hijab. And the other one's got, you know, a bit of a, a high, you know, fro with, like, you know, shaved sides. Just want to say thanks for the rescue. You came in just in time. Hey, yeah, no problem. Always always a pleasure to help out. Yeah. Uh, Zach Decker, I offer a hand. Maritha, Lieutenant. Uh, this is Second Lieutenant Omara and Second Lieutenant Mia. Uh, Ezrin Ridon. 
Good to meet you. Do you send me coyote? I was, I was, I was not very involved in your rescue. We were on the other side of the the, the whole thing. Lily's Van Zyl. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad everything worked out. Indeed. How did you all get there? Where are you all from? Or where are you heading from? Well, we we kind of <laughs> came the... from the sky. We uh, were dropped. Remember oh. the, um, the military practices that were headed uh, farther, I do believe, south from here? Yeah, oh. down in Dusan. Down are in we Dusan? still in Dusan? Well, you're oh. out of Dusan at this point. Good. Uh, Mass Vigo is sort of like on the southern uh, edge of Zimbabwe, so uh, a bit of distance uh, between where you are at currently and where you came from. Mm-hmm. You guys are currently in uh, Zambia heading towards Mabia, which is sort of in the uh, southern west end of Tanzania. Yeah, so we we were in Dusan for some exercises when everything hit the fan, and we're trying to get back to our respective commands. Wait, so it happened with you guys too? Yeah, I'm guessing it happened like all over the place. But there's hardly any communications, so we haven't really been able to find anything out. Yeah, same on our end. Uh, we're, we're we're trying to see what we can do to patch through to our command center at this point, but it's we're having some difficulties. They. Uh, Said something about they probably knocked out communication satellites. Uh, that and also there's probably an orbiting fleet. Mm, right. Well, jamming has been nonstop as well. We haven't been able to patch through to anyone. We've heard bits of static here or there, but it's... Uh, well, perhaps we'd be able to get some more answers during a debrief. Uh, a British man sort of says, standing off to the side, you see Commander Perry. If you don't mind, we'd like to discuss where your unit has been and what has happened. Marith is sort of not heard. Um, sure thing, but I'd like to request my two fellow pilots be allowed to get some rest. I'll, I'll give you the debrief. Uh, certainly acceptable. You are all invited to come as well. Might as well get your debrief out of the way at the same time. After all, we are quite busy at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Makes sense to me. Hopefully we can make it quick. Perry leads you off towards the elevators and you all head up towards the uh, the briefing room. Once there, you see uh, Captain Miles is sitting in his chair. He's going over reports on a data pad at this point, trying to, you know, suss out, you know, recent findings or information, and, and, you know, anything else that can be found. After you all take a seat, uh, Maritha starts going through some details of what her unit has gone through. Um, she was a part of a smaller Mutet detachment that was a part of sort of this larger military exercise that was going throughout the Dusan. You guys were not the only uh, group that was, well, the only area conducting the exercise. This was like, a, throughout Zimbabwe, this was sort of a national-wide thing, essentially. With, okay. At least from the reports that, you know, Maritha is able to give you, it happened everywhere. It happened where she was at in northern Zimbabwe. It happened with you guys in Mass Vigo. And it seems like other units that, you know, have they've heard bits and pieces from have, you know, also been hit. For example, her, her unit was detached with a group of uh, Japanese self-defense forces, as well as uh, parts of the U.S. Uh, U.S. Army, which unfortunately their unit got separated from when the initial assault began. Ever since then, it's been a running battle with them. They've been trying to make their way north uh, towards Muted as quickly as they can, but unfortunately they've been har- harried and harassed the entire way. And she even mentions that the captain of their unit, um, person that was supposed to be in charge, stayed behind at one point when there was too many Vipers to deal with. He was lost, unfortunately. I guess we've been lucky. I suppose so. We had the Bastion, after all. A tactical advantage, certainly. But still, this isn't, doesn't bode well. Do you know how many of your, well, the other units that were with you managed to survive? Maritha sort of just shakes her head. Unfortunately, no. 
our unit was the only one that we know got out, and when you tag on the civilians that were helping escort as well, well, well we looked larger than we were. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to the Japanese Air Self-Defense Force or the Army units that we were with with the U.S. Army, but we were separated from them. Maybe total KIA, maybe some of them managed to escape like we did. We were on foot, and we've lost people all along the way. Oh, man. Have you just seen Doosan, Mex, or has anything from the colonies showed up? Well, that's the thing. Uh, we haven't seen any colony mechs. Uh, we know of some models that have been in development that you know, US and Intel has been sharing with us, but they weren't around. It was only Doosan mechs. You know, Cobras, Vipers, uh, we saw a MOBA too, actually. We've only uh, seen um, colony foot soldiers, and that's about it. Yeah. That's most peculiar. If they're going to be supporting Dusan and Dusan is thrown under the lots, you'd this is Miles speaking. You'd expect them to give more aid and support. So Unless their folk they allowed uh, the forces here to take care of this location while giving them support and resources, but the but this wasn't the focus of their forces. Possibly. Well, maybe once we get to Mabia we'll find out some more answers. Oh, you were heading to Mibi as well. Maritha sort of, you know, kind of chin, chins up a little bit. That was our destination, too. Well, I guess we're lucky in that respect. Yes, we can now get there since we were able to take out the uh, anti-air support. We're still flying blind, though, Miles says. We don't know where the rest of the enemy defenses might be. At this point, it's going to be Harry trying to get through, and I imagine those Dusan and colony, for and colony forces are not the only ones we might run into. <sighs> Until then, we need to stay on guard and be ready at a moment's notice. At this, uh, a beep comes through on one of the uh, communicators in the room. Uh, Miles presses a button on the desk, and on screen, um, on screen you see a face of a fairly young-looking officer. He doesn't look any more than like twenty-two, or maybe like a pretty fresh face. And based on the bars that are on his shoulder, you you know you notice you recognize him as an ensign. Um, the name on screen is uh, Ian uh, Manalo Samante, and as he's on screen, uh, you sort of get some details. Adorable. He's got his his hair's a bit fuzzy, right? It's got a bit of puff to it, right? Glasses that are just, you know nice looking spectacles. They're rimless, but you know, he's got a blue tint that's you know uh, for the base of them. Sir, sir, we've done it. Uh, Shay and I have managed to break through some of the interference. Aww. Okay. At this, Miles suddenly stands up. Have you managed to patch through to command? Uh, no, sir. But uh, we've managed to pick up a transmission coming from Mabia. Uh, it appears to be an emergency broadcast of some kind, but we're, we're still trying to determine that. At this, Miles sort of turns and sort of nods his head, as, uh, gesturing towards the door, as he walks walks through and walks towards the bridge. You fall? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. I guess we, right, yeah, we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds <Okay>. important. <laughs> You get to the bridge. The bridge you have not been on yet. Um, it's got three layers to it. There's sort of like a lower crew uh, crew deck that's you know at the bottom, right? It's got stairways to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that at that end you see like a dozen or so people that are you know working on monitors and screens, like going through calculations for flight pattern or you know radio signals or anything like that. The second deck is sort of like sort of the main part of the bridge, with you know c- command stations on either the left or right hand side and you know a helm at the front, and then the third layer is simply the captain's chair. Uh, with, you know, a bunch of readouts and, you know, everything else uh, to it. As Miles walks in, he heads towards the captain's chair and uh, looks over towards the side where 
you see Shay, Lieutenant Shay and Ensign uh, Samante working on the consoles. Have you managed to pick up anything yet? And he says, um, no, sir. We're still trying to isolate it as it stands. Uh, we're, we're having our engineers do what we can at this point. We'll, we'll, we'll mention it when we get it. We're almost there. Will, do you want help with this? Oh, shit, I can help with this. I can probably yeah. do something. Yeah. Uh, what What's the role here, Travis? Uh, it will be... Do you... Now, I could try to jury rig something, but I feel like they'll stop me. <laughs> uh, probably. Tearing open the panel yeah. might be uh, frowned upon. What sort upon. of tech ability skills do you have? You have computer skills, right? I have hacking. That could work. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So a little higher DC, but yeah. Okay, let's see what. Let's see. Let me let me roll this dice. See what's going on. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um, as Shay and uh, Ian and their crews are sort of working on it, you sort of like head over and plug in a station. It's like, oh, uh, wait. Did you know how any of this works? I I think I got a pretty good idea of, of the general theory. Okay, and you two start getting to work on it. Um, despite how young he is, he he's pretty competent. It's, it doesn't take you too long to sort of like synergize a bit, and you know as you're trying to work this through. About five minutes later, yeah. ah, we got it. It, uh, uh, sir. All right, uh, playing signal now. The play button's hit, but uh, only comes as garbled. Mm. What? Oh, oh. Shay just kind of lowers it. It's encrypted, of course. We spent all this time trying to get through the interference. We didn't even think of that. Excuse me, one sec. Uh, Maritha sort of steps up and hands... Uh, she takes the device off her wrist. Plug that in. It should have the ability to decrypt it. Oh, you have the codes, codes of course. Uh, she plugs it in. Boy, this was convenient. Hmm. Well, I mean, she's Mutad, and these are Mutad. Yeah. Codes, uh. probably. So if we didn't save her, we didn't get the encrypt- decryptions. Oh. Yeah. What else can I say but you're welcome? <laughs> hey, I helped too. The transmission comes in. Uh, it's a, it is, in fact, a distress signal. It's being broadcasted from the signal chain of the defense minister, right? And it's basically a call out to all allied surrounding forces to make their way towards Mabia at quickest speed. Uh, enemy forces are inbound towards Mabia and are likely to be there by 0900 hours. What time is it? That's 9 o'clock. No, but what time is it now? Oh, currently, for you guys, it's about... 4... 8.45. No, it's it's like 4 a.m. <laughs> okay. So, uh, actually, I guess say 5 a.m., so oh, 0,500 hours. My joke cost us an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there right when they're assaulting. Woo. <laughs> so we're going to adopt this ensign. <laughs> Just yeah. so you know. Yeah. There's a lot. I've seen a lot of pictures of people, and like that's like my brother when he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It does look like uh, your brother, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, but anyway. Anyway, how, so how far out are we from Mabia? Currently, on our course will be there by eight oh eight hundred hours. Boy, okay. just in time. Yeah, we'll be there just in time. Well, there's Ian. Pop, you know, pops up. Oh, there's there's more to the signal too. Hold up. There's a data package that's linked to it. Oh, As he pulls it up, he uh, sends it over to the screen, and on screen you see a readout of enemy force uh, troop locations. Oh wow, that's really good. Whoa! Apparently, Mobia has managed to get some scout units out there and like managed to track where enemy forces are uh, moving. Hmm. That'll be really helpful. All right then, plot a course that tries to take us as far away from enemy troop movements as we can. It'll take us a little, maybe a little more time, but we should be able to get there before the assault happens. 
Should we be able to find a lower concentration of enemy forces and we might be able to actually harass them? We can't do that at this point. We might have had success today, but we're still wounded at this point. I don't want to risk the ship. And they need more time to fix all of our, all of our stuff. In the meantime, I need two of you to stand on, stay on standby. Be ready to get to your max at a moment's notice in case we do run into enemy forces. Okay. Yes, sir. I mean, I can do that. My, my max, the least damaged. After I get food, I'll, I'll be on standby. Do so. You should have enough time. All right. Uh, you head down to the, the, the crew mess. Um, pretty wide room, as, as you expect for a ship that contains hundreds of personnel. It's mostly white. It's almost like a kind of a, what you see from like a school cafeteria, basically, Ugh. which is basically what an aircraft carrier's, you know, dining room is. Um, it's got like a buffet counter with like all the food selections for that day. Thankfully, it's a little bit of an upgrade or improvement from what you see from a school selection. But even then, it's not that great. Ah, so they get the Sodexo prison food. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Suitable for prison or military consumption. <laughs> it's late at night, uh, which means that really the ship is, even in an emergency state, it's not working with full crew. Most of the crew that aren't injured, uh, that have been going throughout all the day, have been given some time to rest. So the dining quarters are pretty empty at this point. You've got a couple uh, rows of tables that have personnel there, but... Um, it's mostly just scattered here or there. You also notice that, like, a lot of the people who are eating or a lot of the dining is sort of segmented, right? So certain, like, crews are, are kind of almost assigned, like, certain dining rows and certain tables, right? Oh, so we got to pick which kids we want to sit with. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think we have to try not to sit on somebody else's table. Uh, we're it's not like even third, supposed to be here. It's like third grade. <laughs> uh, I mean, Duro is just going to get his food and go, go sit down to eat because I, I got to be ready. All I right. Guess. Enjoyed them. You all, you know, have a seat. Like scrambled eggs. It's early morning. Like mm, rations, basically. Powdered eggs. Powdered eggs. Uh, Good. There's not even like the the privilege of a waffle maker, unfortunately. Like it's broken. It's broken. Somebody <laughs> broke it. <laughs> that was the, that was one of the pieces of equipment that the Dusan forces that got onto the ship managed to destroy. <laughs> <laughs> Every single waffle there, iron. The, the kitchen, the the dining room is normal except for the occasional bullet holes that you see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, the clean there's a bolt hole already. straight through that damn waffle maker. Bastards. <laughs> I hope none of you are upset that I jumped on the glory, since you know, I figured you you're out of wing and you're out of head. My head works. Does it? Wow. My wing does not work. The wing does not work. <laughs> and no. you can't fly with. I mean. You, you can. I can you may fly. Do. You may do. I saw technically, that. Technically, I flew with one wing, but... Falling with I mean, style. that's impressive. I, I really did not think that would be would have been possible. I'm just out of a, short, uh, a medium-range weapon. Yeah, no, but no, no, it's totally cool, because out of the three of us, you are the least fucked up. You know, I we're, appreciate that. You know, wing, gun, head, like, nothing. So, you know. Yeah, no. It, it's all good. I mean, I really hope they figure out how to fix the diplomat because the armor did take a lot of hits. But why are they going to Mabia? It's, I mean, it's a defensive point, but like, is it like a regional capital or something? Or I don't know. It's pretty yeah. big. It's probably if they were all scattered, then they needed somewhere to go. Is there a big that army they'd base be defended? there? Like, if it's still holding up, then that means that their force that they had uh, at least sizable enough forces to hold on. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been going on very long. Just real quick, who are you talking about? Dusan heading to Mubia or uh, Mutad's forces heading to Mubia? 
Dusan heading to Mabia is what uh, I was talking yeah. about. Well, yeah. What what is the relevance of them taking Mabia specifically? Um, Other, is, I'm assuming it's just regional. My character does understand history, and uh, that's awareness. Yeah. So history is an awareness set. Yeah. Huh. We've kind of been running it like that. I think I'm going to change it to like uh, make a custom stat because there's expert. Ooh, you know, could I use my expert tactics? Do you have that? Yes, I do. You can use that. So that's twenty-one. Okay. So, um, here's the thing. Mabia is a pretty rough terrain with a split opening, which is where the city is sort of located, right? Um, it's not quite mountainous, but it's certainly hilly, like, and, you know, sort of uneven terrain that's sort of difficult to move armies through. And that, that sort of stretches out from the spot of Mabia, meaning that if you assault it and break through, it's sort of like one of the few points within that area which you can, like, reasonably get like, into the interior of Mutad itself, particularly Tanzania. With that role, you'd also be aware that during the last war that Mutad and Dusan had, Mabia was a big strong point in which a lot of Mutad's defense forces had to focus and concentrate on to make sure that Dusan didn't get an advantage on the southwest end of the conflict. So it's, it's a choke point. Yeah, essentially. It's a choke point with a lot of rough terrain around it. And uh, you have to take it if you want to move further in. Ugh. Because it's a good staging ground. The diplomat is not amazing on rough terrain. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be on we'll be on the flat terrain part of it all, uh, firing outwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the with them breaking through this, you know, these, this jamming, we might not be here that much longer. Oh well, if uh, they break through, then we'll have more problems as more things will be able to shoot us out of the sky. Uh, yeah, I was talking about the communications. Like we'll be able to go back to our own. Oh, that one. Yeah, yes. units. <sighs> Finally. Hopefully. Hopefully. Lord. Did anyone else get a uh, poor amount of sleep last night? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we spent most of it talking, so yeah, that's oh, probably right. why we were all there. Yeah, I mean, we tried to sleep first. I did, anyway. Oh, it's going to be a long day. Well, I'm going to go sit in my mech and probably take a nap until an alarm goes off. That's a, that's a good idea. I'm going to go oil the chain sword. Is that a euphemism or no? It's like, okay. It's, just a, it's a required function of the thing. I was just making sure. I would never masturbate inside of the diplomat. Wow, <laughs> that is not what I was thinking. But all right. What else would you be thinking? I, that's what I was asking. Oh, okay. That's what I. That was. I, I did ask a question. You got it. Doris and me and Ezrin, uh, you both head to your mechs and sort of like stand on station in the launch bays. Hours go by as the Bastion continues to fly along its uh, designated course. Thankfully, by around, I'd say, 0815, nothing has happened. No combat has been initiated or enemy forces found. The data which you guys were given was good in terms of its predictions of where enemy forces would be. And by the time that you guys reach where the city is, uh, you manage to slip through just in time as uh, enemy forces are starting to be detected on radar. There are some delaying forces that have, have been deployed, uh, you guys can see from sensor data being relayed to your mechs, uh, that are trying to stall and delay, but it, feel, it seems like those units are starting to fall back. That brings us to the city itself. As you fly in, the city is flanked by two large you know, hill-slash-mountain forests uh, towards its north and south, right? Uh, the south one being a little bit, you know, more southeast, right? Uh, with 
bits of open slash like you know um, slight hilly terrain that you know makes its way in between the two points right between the, the two hill slash mountains on either end the city is pretty large large skyscrapers sort of like fill the interior of the city with black stained glass that just glitters upon it, the surface of the suburban sectors that surround it above ground you see a railway line several railway lines um, that sort of stretch from end to end of the city trains that are going non-stop back and forth the streets are jam-packed with cars with people trying to flee and evacuate whatever route they can find um, and as you approach closer to the city you notice that the thoroughfares the freeways that are sort of heading in and out of the city are just jam-packed for miles yeah. as it seems either accidents or delays keeping people from being able to leave this soon to become a battlefield uh. the city seems to be full of evacuation at this point um, another thing you notice is that there are air shuttles that are sort of like lifting and uh, falling within the center of the city, trying to evacuate people through air as well. Half a dozen, you know, craft seem to land and take off at a time, probably full of either, you know, passengers or material or equipment. The city looks to be a mess because they know what's coming. Eventually, Bastion is given a uh, radio relay of where to land. There's a stretch that has been made available to it. Uh, upon the uh, Mabian airfield. Uh, just an open strip of tarmac and grass that's barely enough to basically fit the bastion itself, but these people seem to be making do with whatever they can. Uh, once you guys all land, um, the two that are in the mech bay are given you know, a, you know, a relay signal from the bridge to meet Captain Miles back in the briefing room. I'm pretty sure either Remy or someone is going to shake my character awake. like, <laughs> <laughs> So they want us to go back to the briefing room. All right. So after getting out of your guys' mechs and meeting up with the other two, Devin and Mori, you guys actually managed to get, like, some sleep. Wow, rest. We were Ooh. issued rest. <laughs> but it's it's a type of rest, though, that just kind of doesn't feel that great because it's a difference between staying up, right, past, like, midnight or, like, past 6 a.m. and, like, going throughout the, your day versus getting, like, two or three hours of sleep. We didn't. Like, you we know didn't. that difference of like, oh. We didn't hit the REM cycle yet, so really, what was the point? <laughs> exactly. Just feel like mommy's waking up from an eternal sleep. <laughs> yeah. Everything hurts. That's your mind, do I hurt? Your, your mouth is all dry and weird, and you're like. <laughs> I ground my teeth for three hours straight, and now my face hurts. Why are you guys so bad at naps? I don't fucking know. It's horrible for me. Well, you, you've never just had a bad nap where you wake up feeling all like weird and scrambled? Yeah, I've had plenty of That's those. That's every okay. nap. <laughs> every nap for me. I've, I've had good naps. But as for Louise, I assume that, you know, since she's in the Air Force, I assume that she just takes drugs to stay up for like 72 hours straight rather than ever sleep. That sounds healthy. This isn't, the, this isn't World War II. You guys all meet up at uh, the briefing room. Once there, you see Miles and Perry... Uh, seem to be going over a map of the, the terrain at this point, uh, just south of the city. Uh, you're seeing uh, supposed troop counts and uh, mobile uh, figures. And these are based on the, the, the data which has been relayed so far uh, by, Mutet, uh, by the Mutet Command. Ah, good, you're all here. Take a seat. We need to go over some uh, ongoing planning at this point. As it stands, most of your mechs are fully operational at this point. Woohoo. Uh, Terror mentioned that she managed to get your head fully repaired. Unfortunately, the one thing that we're missing right now, well, two things, really. Your weapon has not been repaired. If you want, you can take a spare from the armory, but it's 
lacking in firepower compared to what you had. And unfortunately, we have not been able to replace the wing for yours. Ugh. We have two stabilizer wings, but it means that you won't quite have as much maneuverability as you used to. But we're all armored up and I'll everything. Work Armor is working as as intended. Back to fixed on yep. the on the robots. Yep. Except my wings. And what suck. gun am I getting? Except your wings fucked. Uh, same gun, one less accuracy and one less kill. All right. Now our mooted friends have unfortunately gone off to join the rest of their companions, which means that we're back to only having you four. We're going to try to do what we can to help with the city's defense. We're still trying to work out a direct line of communication with their command center, so that we are more fully prepared on their battle plan. But here's what we know, at least so far. It looks like they're setting up their main defense outside the city. All mobile forces, as per protocol, are going to be deployed outside of the city's perimeter, meeting the enemy in the field. Makes sense. Now, where do we come in on this? Well, we're trying to figure that out. Currently, our plan is to have you stationed around South Center. With any luck, other Mooted forces will be able to arrive and relieve you within sufficient time frame. But, as it stands, we don't know how long we're going to have to stand and fight. Miles is about to speak, when suddenly another communication hail comes in. Um, as it does, Miles sort of turns his chair uh, towards the screen behind him. A woman stands on screen. Her skin is as if, like, darkened bronze, as it sort of, like, gleams and reflects within the lighting of her uh, the room that she's in at this point. She has sort of a, a white, like, headscarf or cap that's sort of wrapped around the back of her head, and she's wearing this dark blue dress with white stripes that sort of like run diagonally across her chest. Um, the shoulders are pretty prominent and pointed as she kind of stands there uh, proudly. Crew of the USN Bastion, I'm Atina Niega, Defense Minister of the Communal Parliament of Muted. I'm contacting you because we are in desperate need of your assistance. Right now, Dusan Colony forces are less than an hour away from the city. We're in the midst of evacuation civilian population, and we have forces... The forces we have are digging in as we speak, but we may not be able to hold off long enough uh, for our surrounding forces to arrive. Please, I'm asking that you lend us your aid in this time of need and help us hold the outer perimeter for until reinforcements can make their way here. This is Captain Miles of the USN Bastion. Our ship is damaged and we are not at full strength, but we'll do what we can to help defend the city. You all plan to do the same, correct? Of course. Well, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. It's either that or die, so... Very good. We're sending you our defense strategy as it stands right now. We're expecting that Allied forces will be able to make their way here within about three-ish hours, we'd say. We have to hold the line until they arrive. Now, as for what we have... Suddenly the signal starts becoming static and cutting out. Damn it. Oh man, someone slap it. With that, uh, Miles sort of turns his chair and uh, hits a button on the command desk. Lieutenant Shea, what's happening with the signal? Uh, sir, new interference is coming in. It's it's cutting off communications all over the city. Oh, this no. city, as at this, uh, there's you know, sounds of like people working within the background. Wait, hold up a second. A new signal just popped up. It's a it's a television broadcast, sir. Oh, this should be good. Put it on screen. At that, on the screen to the side, but behind Miles's chair. Uh, it's still static for a bit uh, as the signal begins to focus, but eventually a clear image comes in. It's an image of a flag. One, to those who pay attention, it's the image of the Martian flag. Ugh. A bicolor, black on top with white and bottom, Oof. with the bottom base uh, supporting 
a rising red triangle that meets within the center of the black uh, at the top. This red triangle being what represents Mount Olympus. Within the top of uh, this symbol, a white star, six-pointed, with two of the points sort of resting just below the two horizontal points with it, and a mirroring star in the black that's inverted from uh, bottom to top. This flag is seen fluttering as the national anthem of Mars plays proudly. Within a short period of time, this flag fades, and standing on screen is a figure which none of you have seen before. He seems to stand tall, probably about 6'4", maybe 6'5". White, pale skin that sort of indicates a you know European origin. His frame is sort of lengthy, but with wide shoulders, as his uh, sort of stature is kind of enough to command fear almost. He stands with this large red and black trench coat that sort of hangs you know from his shoulders all the way down to about the you know end of his pant legs, and as he stands on screen, he sort of has this weird, crooked smile. God, he's really leaning into the imagery. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, this fucking guy. Man, he is (laughs) mad. (laughs) Hello, I'm the bad guy. Yes, I have pissed in your lemonade. (laughs) As he stands there on screen, he sort of lets the moment hang for a minute. As he sort of like almost stands on the tip of his toes for a minute, and then with his arms behind, you know, the trench coat of his, you know, behind his back, he begins a speech, it seems. Greetings, people of Mabia. I'm General Jürgen Strauss of the People's Republic of Mars. It is my deepest pleasure to introduce myself to you today and inform you that the People's Republic wishes no ill will towards you. For the people of Mabia are now considered under the grace and protection of the, both of the Republic and our Chancellor. Oh, no. <laughs> under God. the protection. This is the male version of the woman who wants to speak to the manager. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been holding on to that since I saw the picture. Oh. Also, anyone who uh, sees Ezrin will see him gripping his knife. Joe <laughs> <laughs> stab the screen. <laughs> Okay. No. He, doesn't, he doesn't have a sidearm on, on him right now, so... Our protection is given earnestly. We do not consider ourselves to be at war with the peoples of Earth, nor do we wish to assert claim upon her land. It is her governments, both the USN and her allied puppets, that the might of our wrath is sharpened towards. For too long, Earth's leaders have seen fit to ravage our people, to break our backs and bloody our streets, if we dared resist all for the sake of chaining us to their rotting avarice. But now we are here, and those who choose to stand against us will find no grace or mercy. The USN and her allies must be crushed in order to end this war quickly, for to allow them to escape our grasp would only prolong the inevitable. To this end, I'm declaring that all aircraft seen leaving or entering Mabian airspace to be aiding and abetting the enemy and thus valid military targets. Similarly, all vehicle traffic seen leaving or entering the city will be seen as hostile. Resistance cannot be tolerated, and punishments will be swift, decisive, and absolute. 
And as for your city's defenders, they have one hour to announce their surrender. The channel cuts. Hey, so how many war crimes did this guy just, like, announce that he's about ready to commit? Ugh. He's really got the fascist doublespeak down. Um, wow, Jesus Christ, how much... I need to find the best and a sniper perch to get as much range as possible. He's not here, man. He's in space. Come on. Not for him, for the forces that are showing up. I'm not worrying about him, because he can just puff and shout all he wants. All we have to do is deal with the forces that are on the ground currently. It's easy to say that, but we haven't... We don't have... To, we, we have we no have, idea what's coming. We don't have time. If he's really going to be targeting civilian aircraft, then we have to do something about it. Uh. I plan to see if we can have Besh and stay on station to provide support for the ground forces, but we might be needed here. Bastion has enough anti-missile capabilities that we should be able to provide some sort of air screen, but we not not have the firepower necessary to stop all of those. All that incoming fire. Something needs to be done about those anti-aircraft systems. I mean, we blew up some. We can blow up some more. We can. But we'd have to fight through an entire army line. I mean, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be a frontliner. I'm supposed to be support. Well, I mean, what choice do we sapping have? Sapping support. And here I thought we would actually be able to see the Aegis system in its full value of being able to sp uh, have a point and stick there. Yeah, I gotta move now. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I don't know if my poor servos can handle that. <laughs> my mecha was not designed to move. <laughs> the thing I'm trying to figure out is what would be the purpose of this? I mean, why spend military resources targeting civilian aircraft? Fear. I don't. Yeah, it seems like terrorism, personally. Scare the population to surrender instead of bu uh, wasting bullets. Uh, at this, the door opens, and um, a figure that you've seen before with her like aqua uh, teal-colored hair, and to try to see if they can move the city defenders. Um, uh, sorry, that I sh should have asked to come in first. That was dramatic. No, good job. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Lieutenant Alvarez. Um, I do tactics and logistics at command, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, I'm wagering that they don't want to be throwing their forces towards a fully defensed front line. If they add this incentive, then that means that they're begging or counting on Mutet forces to try to make an assault against them, which means that they'd be pushing themselves out of position. If that were to occur, that would mean... Put Mutet us at a great disadvantage. Exactly. How do we get Mutad to stay when their people are under fire? We have to bunker the people most likely somewhere. And I would hate to suggest this, but this ship might actually have to act as a bunker. Oh, jeez, we can't put a city in here. No, but a good chunk of the population's already probably evacuated. But those that remain need shelter. That's true. We can and put they need some to, in here. They need to, we need to keep them away from the firing lines. We just take the population and push it someplace <laughs> else. I'm not uh, sure if that would work. We have some space that's available, but we've already taken off a, a lot of refugees at the stands. We wouldn't have the living space. Everyone would have to be shuffled in the hangar, and that would just interfere with our combat operations. Well, sort of counters. Are there, do we know of any bunker systems that are in the, uh, that are in the city? This was a uh, focal point for a previous conflict, so... Based on the readouts that we've seen so far uh, that Mutet has provided, there are some shelters that rest within the city, but they're more concerned about trying to get the population out. Even bunkers that are built to sustain a lot will not sustain long combat terms of combat. I mean, we saw those we saw those highways when we were flying in here. We can't move these people. We got to keep them away from them. But 
maybe we can interfere with their operations to target those civilians if we act for Mutet. If we push the front line, maybe make it big, make may- a breakthrough in the line and get towards their anti-aircraft systems. If we can break through the line, then we can fl- we can outflank them and mm-hmm. uh, screw up their assault. All we do is we move the point of contact away from the city. So we're charging them. We're a spearhead. Great. Cool. And hopefully we lead by example. Well, no, they, uh, the rest of uh, Mutad forces will most likely be uh, kept near the city to uh, keep their defensive positions and keep the civilians safe in general. We just have to move uh, the, a focus po- the focus point away from the city, uh, from the civilian centers. But since our mechs are, well, more customized and a lot better than most standard uh, mass-produced mechs, we're ideal for spearheading. All right. Well, I can, if you wouldn't mind, Captain Miles, I, I can help draw, draw up a better plan, and we'll get something worked out. Very well then, Miles says. As I he, can actually help her with that. No need. You need to get to the front lines as quickly as possible. We'll stay here on station. You get to the designated point where us and Alvarez manage to work out, and we'll start the assault from there. Oh, great. Hopefully your, uh, what was the big cannon on your... Arbiter. The Arbiter. C-76 Arbiter. Yes, hopefully that can clear a path for us. I'd love to see that. I'd love to do it. <laughs> Very well. Get to your max. We'll get you a rendezvous point once you've managed to do the part. I'll try. Out. Let's All right. get moving. 